but it kind of matches what I've been saying. Like, this is a season that was built on moments. Um, I don't know if I like that stuff. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't, I haven't rewatched the entire season. What I have done, uh, and I did it just last night, was rewatch Hard Home. Uh, so I, I rewatched. It's, it's I've, still maybe the best episode the show's ever had. Yeah, it's up, definitely up there. Um, you know? So I've rewatched. It's just uh, a big fight scene. Moments. Yeah, but it's for a television. The scope of that episode from you have to think it's television. It's not a movie. The scope of that episode is astounding. Yeah, not, but it's not television. It's HBO. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great. It was a good. It was a good like action episode. But like, um, you know, you think about like a a good episode usually is something where like. They pull. Well, I guess they did pull something off that was very hard to pull off, which was an action sequence, and almost un uninterrupted. Like to be able to keep my attention. Action movies don't do that to me. I don't. I'm not that huge into action movies. That episode had everything, and it still managed to be it like. In the red, the entire episode. And we're going to talk more about it in a little bit. Right. Uh, hello, everybody. <clears throat> this is Stark Raven Mad. A Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Marbeck. If we could just introduce yourselves going around to the right. Ooh, that's me. Um, hi, Whitney Harris. Uh, Rob Alessiani. And David Danella. Cool. Uh, this is the second half of our Season 5 recap previously on Game of Thrones. Uh, and uh, we're going to be covering The Wall, Winterfell, and Maureen. Uh, not Maureen. Did I say Maureen? We're going to cover Maureen. Hello! <laughs> uh, and uh, before we do get to that, I just want to say a couple quick things. One of those is we are running a new contest. A contest which, if you enter, gives you a um, an entry, I guess, to get a uh, Knight of the Seven Kingdoms book, which is the collected tales of uh, Duncan Egg. Uh, so that's, that's pretty neat. So all you got to do is go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, and you can get that. Uh, you can also tweet at us or email us at SRM Podcast. Lit the beacon last week. Wait, that, SRM, at SRM Podcast is the Twitter. The email is srmpodcast at gmail.com. That's true. Uh, we lit the beacons last week. Didn't hear from anybody. Uh, so uh, looking to hear from some people this week. And the chances uh, are good to win then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> like at this point, you're 100%. We got one review, didn't we? It was, we we can count that review, although it, it came out uh, before the podcast. I'm counting it because announced. it was positive. <laughs> Otherwise, was yes. we are we are just shouting into the void. Okay. Uh, although, just to clarify, your review doesn't necessarily have to be positive. It's any review that comes in, you still have a chance of of winning. For anybody uh, who's wondering, in fact, um, I'm not telling you to give us a negative review, but we got a negative review for a different podcast we did, and we talked about it. For the next ten episodes, <laughs> so if your goal is just to have yourself be heard on a podcast, yeah, um, talking about the strain, yeah, Bloody Sunday, yeah, uh, yeah, we did get a negative review on there. Uh, as a matter of fact, on the most recent episode of Breaking Goodman, which covers Better Call Saul, we talked about how bad the strain is on that podcast. Yeah, uh, so it's oh uh, yeah, if you want us to talk the about gift that keeps on giving, if you want us to really talk about how bad something is and really dwell on it. Make the show the strain. Yeah. <laughs> and we will talk about it for the better part of 12 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you watch The Strain, check out Bloody Sunday. If you watch Better Call Saul, check out Breaking Goodman. Yeah. All right. 
again, the Twitter is SRM Podcast, and the Gmail is srmpodcast.gmail.com. And uh, I'm going to take this moment to pass it back over to our, our guide through uh, Westeros and Essos. Our resident fraud, David Danella. David Once Danella. again, I walked in with a clipboard <laughs> and have hijacked this show, Virgil to our Dante, <laughs> by, by writing an outline. <clears throat> so um, we left some of the meaty stuff for this second episode, but we're going to try and move through it at a decent clip. Uh, because as I was concocting this, um, this outline, I found myself being bored more than I had any right to thinking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Um, I was also I also was um, got excited at points and I thought oh boy I can't wait to see how that plays out but this is not the prediction episode um, again we are going to be talking about our thoughts and feelings about things that have happened but we are not going to be talking about things what happens yes things to pop this was Christmas things yet to come yeah, things exactly. yet to come yeah um, so we're, we begin our journey in and um, and we've also. The stuff we left has a lot of like interweaving parts. So we have some jump in, some jump outs. We'll do our best to keep everything logical. So we begin in Marine with Daenerys, um, and we begin with uh, the kind of the, the first thing that happens in in Marine is that the Unsullied are being targeted and killed by the Sons of the Heartbeat. Oh, that was a really good boob shot, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The um, the the Unsullied guy just like goes to like be wrapped by a prostitute and just like some yeah. he was just. Throat. And again, it, it, uh, we're, we're already jumping in. Um, so I'm sad. Sorry. So sad. Just because, like, that Unsullied, he just wants to be held. Yeah. He's just trying to go there to be held. And yeah. throat slash. And she, mm. the, the woman looked at him like, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You army man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you haven't suffered enough in life. Seriously. Yeah. So anyway, Daenerys tells Grey Worm, find these guys. These Sons Arby's, by the way, are like a terrorist organization. Um, they would call themselves freedom fighters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Dario Naharis and his Darzo Larak go to, go to Daenerys and they're like, hey, one of the reasons that everybody's upset is because you closed the fighting pits. Look, we can deal with slavery being yeah. outlawed, but let us fight. Daenerys is like, it is barbaric. I hate it. I will not allow them. This is literally like if you went down to Talladega and closed NASCAR. Like... Yeah. And then what would happen? Yeah, just like the outline says, Danny's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny says, I need to think about some things. She goes and visits Viserion and Rhaegal, her green and dra- green and red dragons. Mm-hmm. They're out of control. Oh man! What a visual metaphor for Danny's rule. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Whitney? I mean, they deserve to be pissed. They're terrible yeah. twos. They're locked up. Yeah, they're locked up. And Drogon's gone. Yeah, Drogon is flying just around. flying around. Uh, doing bad shit. So, <clears throat> uh, Grey Worm catches one of the Sons of the Harpy, brings him before the tribute. There's no cure for that. Brings him before the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does he catch him, though? He just reaches into the wall. Yeah, I think, so he it's just... actually Dario that catches him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they go to a murder, and, like, um, Grey Worm and, uh, but anyway, Grey Worm brings him before, uh, Danny. Uh, Danny wants to kill him immediately. Barristan Selmy advocates giving him a trial, uh, Mosador, who is like the um, kind of like the quasi-religious guy, right? He's like the shave paint, is he's called in the books. Uh, but he's like the representative of the slaves. Uh, he says, we should kill him right now. Barrison says, listen, your father was a jerk. He was crazy, and he executed people all the time. And that's why you live in Marine instead of Westeros. Yeah. And Danny's like, point well taken. I will have you put on trial. Touche. Mosador is like, 
nah, I'm gonna kill him right now. Yeah. Uh, he kills the he kills the um, the son of the harpy right in front of her. Daenerys is like, guess what? We're still gonna have a public trial, except it's for you, Mosadar. In another unbridled act yeah. of dumb, just mm-hmm. dumb, 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 stupid, dumb. <laughs> He's just like, okay, guys, was were the doors closed? Yeah. Were the, no, windows were closed. Okay, this never happened. This never happened. This right? never happened. This is. This is, uh, what's the word for spies? Um, uh, clandestine. Yeah. This is going to be clandestine. Yeah. Yep. It, it gets hissed at. Yeah. yeah. Big uh, time, big time snake sounds. Oh, yeah, big yeah. hissing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, Marine riots when they kill Mosador because yeah. they're like, that was our boy. Yeah. Was he probably son of the heartbeat? His action sure seemed like it, right? Yeah, That's I mean. A, you don't want your guy going on trial. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> but Marine does not like it. Yeah. Anyway. Couple days later, Sons of the Harpy are just attacking civilians now. The Unsullied go to help, and as it turns out, it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> um, the Sons of the Harpy are massacred. Everybody but Grey Worm is killed. Barris and Selmy arrives just in the nick of time, saves Grey Worm, but receives mortal wounds in the process. Barris, Sir Barriston. She was a little disappointed and like. I'm so late. Aren't they supposed to be like amazing fighters? Like yeah. they seemed a little. This was a huge issue with with this scene last season. Like, I mean, they, people were saying like, yeah, but they had spears and it was close combat, so they weren't like. But it's like, no, nah, they had sidearms. Yeah, like, it, 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 and I find it hard to believe like that a group of like well trained soldiers would take the wrong weapon into battle. And, and again, it's it's. Uh, are we allowed to talk about book versus? Show? Sure. I think so. Yeah. This is a difference yeah. between the book and the show. In the book, it is unquestioned that these guys are the most well-trained. You are paying the highest price. These guys do not mess up. If you have an army of Unsullied, you are nigh unstoppable. And these guys brought a knife to a gunfight, basically. Yeah. And and we're completely <laughs> completely taking a bit. I wish I had my soundboard. <laughs> Let me ask this, if I if I may. Yeah. Uh, last week we talked about the Sand Snakes. Mm-hmm. This week we're talking about the Unsullied. Mm-hmm. Who do you feel, as book readers, has been more poorly <laughs> or more disserviced? Who got nerfed more? Poorly more? Represented? Yeah. Who got nerfed more by the yeah. show? Um, honestly, the Unsullied. Yeah, because it, just the scope. The Unsullied are supposed to be like legion. The Sand Snakes are eight. Real badass son or daughters of um, Oberyn. Mm-hmm. Um, the Unsullied are supposed let, to be. Let me ask you a, a question. Yeah. Um, that for uh, this kind of a book reader's question. If we add, um, oh my god, I can't remember. Uh, if we add um, the Martell, what's her name? Nymeria. Is that her name? Who's who's uh, who's Doran's other? Who's Doran's daughter? That's not in the show. Oh, um, yeah, Nymeria is one of his daughters, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> the listeners. So so if we count her, she's not a Sand Snake, yeah. but if we count her, then I think that becomes, it's the Sand Snakes that are the disservice. That are really the most nerfed. Yeah. Um, no, Nymeria is a, one of the Sand Snakes. Yeah, I think she's one of the Sand Snakes. Uh, what, I, I'll have to look that up. Not, having, not, read those, uh, not having read those books, I would say... Uh, that the the of the Sand Snakes and the Unsullied, the the one group that I'm most disappointed in uh, is just because of their actions, and that's the Unsullied. Really, Unsullied. Even just by going led, to the show, at least is because I count them as two very separate worlds. Sure. Uh, and the 
uh, Unsullied led to the killing of Barris and Selma. Okay, yeah. A, a much favored character. Sure, right. sure. And, and in, ver- in a very undignified, yeah. un- unheralded way. Like, for, yeah, although he did die in defense of. All I'm um, saying is, Grey Worm. One of his. Grey Worm, you better. You better. You better have. You better, we better see a Rocky segment yeah. after this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Grey Worm recovers, and in the meantime, and he uh, he gives Miss Sandy a nice kiss and says, Oh, I would have really missed you if I died. Was this the same season that the lake. Is the lake uh, no. weird? No, no that, that was, was, that was the last season. When he was creeping and just yeah. like, like, hey girl, <laughs> Grey Worm creeps. See you on the right. surface. So, um, in response to all of this, Barrison Selmy dies. In response to all this, Danny takes hostages from all the top families. She uh, marries his the dart. The top one percent. Yeah. She marries his dart and she reopens the fighting pits. Yeah. Oh, is this where she takes them all down to see her dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, just a quick interlude question. How many episodes in are we at this point? Aren't we like eight? Yeah, I thought we were like seven. No. We're like seven episodes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Six or seven. Does that feel like a lot to have happened in six or seven episodes? Or does I that mean, feel like a little bit? I mean, well, yeah, sure. Looking at it like an outline, um, it doesn't seem like a lot. But there was just a whole lot. The Sons of the Harpy whole buildup was a season. They, they knew they were getting a season's worth of like building that up. We're going to start picking people off for the first time. Because the three seasons before this, Danny's just running roughshod everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's almost zero. Anyone who went up against her, it's like an episode. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to lock you in a vault forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> a dark yeah. vault forever. Yeah, if you breathe like this, you might be able to last. How many, question, hours. how many times, do you, how long do you think it took them before they just kissed in there? Like, they don't have any real, you can't even they were like, we're bored. There's no light. I just run as far as I could in one direction, and then just make a game out of like trying to find each other again. I, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to entertain yourself in the dark vault. We're talking about Zara yeah. Zoandaxis yeah. and uh, what's her face? <laughs> Zara Zoandaxos. Yeah, <laughs> Zoandaxos. Yeah. So you're Zara just running into darkness. I'm just gonna run into darkness and what see if you hit how a wall. I mean, then I'm, hopefully I die, right? Yeah. What a terrible, terrible fate. Yeah. For the casual fan, this is taking us back to season two. Uh, or three, two, uh, yeah, two. I think two with and Karth. Yeah, it's but two. the the point is, Danny has not had a ton of, um, a ton in her way after like episode. As soon as, as soon as she made good yeah. with, uh, she realized she did love, um, Khal Drogo. Things have been things have been the upswing. You know, she lost that baby. As well, I guess, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean, though. As soon as she, as soon as she took up her mantle, mm-hmm. like things have just been going very well. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let's go back, and actually, let's go way back because now we're going to uh, go back to the beginning back. of Tyrion's storyline. Uh, so Tyrion, after killing his father Tywin, is scuttled out of King's Landing by Varys <laughs> in a box, <laughs> and he stays in a box for a really long time. He's scuttled out, and uh, eventually Tyrion is allowed out of. The box and Varys is like, uh, "You're gonna. I'm taking you to Daenerys Targaryen. You're gonna help her get the throne." And also, you're not gonna say shit to me because I've been pulling your shit out of a tiny hole in the box, and throwing it overboard, and throwing it overboard for yeah. the better part of a, a, an ocean. Yeah. So Tyrion complains a lot. He drinks a lot. Um, he says, "Get me out of this carriage. I want to do this. I want to do that." It all. It is what it is. Um, they get to Volantis. In Volantis, Tyrion is finally allowed to get out of the carriage and wander around. 
and he immediately goes to a whorehouse mm. and is promptly kidnapped by Jorah Mormont. <laughs> yep. Oh, doesn't he like try to hook up with a whore, but he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I can't. Too sad. I'm just too. I got too sad. Yeah. And you, you remind <laughs> me of a girl that I want to. Uh, there's uh, also Danny uh, cosplayers. Oh yeah, there's a Danny yeah. lookalike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, and that's who Jorah's with, right? Probably. I don't think he was with anybody. I think he was in a corner. Oh, I, s- I feel like I remember that, but it may, but it, it regardless. That would be even. It got that's that would be so sad. Yeah. He was, you know, he was. It was on camera, but <laughs> yeah, not camera a with the Danny cosplayer. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, your hair's not white enough." Mm, boom. <laughs> so wait, Jorah is like, Jorah takes him. He kidnaps him, but as it turns out. Jorah's like, hey, hey, Tyrion, you're not going to like this. I'm going to take you to Daenerys Targaryen. And Tyrion's like, dummy, I'm going there anyway. Thanks. Yeah, well, I remember in the, the, the episode where that happened, uh, I think it ended on that moment. Because Tyrion where, just starts laughing. Well, no, uh, Jorah says, I'm taking you to the queen. And then it just zooms in on um, Tyrion. And then we were left for a week like, is she, going to, is she going to Cersei or are we going yeah. to uh, Daenerys? Mm-hmm. Because we didn't know where uh, where Jorah's head was at. Yeah. Where I mean, it wanted to be. This The show certainly wanted to throw us. I don't think anybody re- like legitimately thought he was going to no. Cersei, right? No. no. I was like, maybe, but no. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, I'll play along. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, what's happening? I think yeah. that's what... I think, and I think there's a huge difference <laughs> Is that difference what you did there. for Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. I'll play along with you yeah. guys. <laughs> I think there's a huge difference between um, having actual suspense and having, like... Fake suspense. Like I think it's what you're describing is bad writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the stop. Yeah, that's a ticket, Mister. That's a ticket. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like actually surprise me with something or set me up with something where I'm thinking like this could really go either way. Not like, well, I guess you're leaving it technically open, but nobody in their right mind, even if you didn't read the book, um, thought he was going. He never addressed anybody else as the queen ever. Yeah. You know, so like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also like, I, like nobody thinks about taking somebody to like. I like Cersei barely gets called the queen. Exactly, she's the queen mother. Yeah, she's the queen mother. The um, queen regent. Yes. So anyway, uh, Tyrion and Jorah uh, do the equivalent of getting lost in the hood. They're like, <laughs> they, they travel through Valyria. <laughs> 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 they travel locking doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the Law and Order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They travel through Valyria. They see Drogon. Uh, Tyrion's like, "Oh man, this is rad." Stone men attack him. Stone men. <laughs> Jorah fights him off, but he very secretly gets grayscale, mm. which is terminal. <laughs> or yeah. He already had it. He already had it already. He was like, just checking. Still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you guys think he already had it? That's uh, one theory. But yeah, I mean, one theory is that yeah, he already had it, uh, and it, it wasn't like uh, oh, still there. It was like oh, thank God, I had thank my God visa I, card. Yeah, he had his he had his he had his little bout of uh, like of, he's uh, been vaccinated. Oh, really, he had chickenpox yeah. when he was little. Now he yeah. can't get a uh, shingles. shingles vaccine. Yeah, uh, you know, feels I don't know, feels unlikely. Except but, in yeah, Westeros, you get chickenpox, you turn into a goddamn stone zombie. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you that that. Uh, is not I I really don't think it's going to get terminal. We'll talk about it next week. I already talked about it in the past. Sure, but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to old Valeria. Sure, 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 sure. That's so anyway, banjo on his knee. So they're like, "Whew, that was close!" And they're captured by slavers. Yeah, um, Tyrion <laughs> intercepted by warlords. Uh, Tyrion convinces yeah, them that uh, 
that Jorah is a great, great fighter and should be taken to Marine, where they can be sold as pit fighters. And the slavers do just that, because Tyrion's tongue is nothing if not silver. Um, <laughs> the slavers sell him to a, a Miranese noble. But they also had uh, some cockpits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there were cockpits in there. Um, the, wait, wait, oh, because I mean, it's good co- luck. Comedy. Yeah, what was it? It's like, it, well, one of them says it's like good luck to. Uh, it's good dwarf luck. cock or something. Yeah, cock. like a good, yeah, it's good luck or something like that. So, like, yeah. that's why one person wants a material. It's like, yeah. please don't. Um, and then I think he dropped a like. It's not little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bigger than you think. Uh, and <laughs> then. Uh, Trump. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the slavers sell him to a Marinese noble. Tyrion's like, Tyrion beats up a guard. And he's like, oh, he can be a little pit fighter. So he buys both of them. Tyrion's like, wait a second, slavery is illegal in Marine. Dude throws him each a penny and he's like, there's your wages for the next thousand years. And they're like, got us. So now now the timelines merge. Mm -hmm. Danny attends a fighting exhibition, and it just so happens to be the exact same one that Tyrion and Jorah are taken to. Cast in gleaming Samite. She has the whitest dress on I've ever seen a person wear. So uh, Jorah hears that Daenerys is out there, and he's sitting in in, the, the locker room. When he hears Danny's out there, he goes out there and just kicks the shit out of everybody. He's just hearing like, yeah, just goes out, rough shot, and just beats everybody. He Batman's it. So he he beats everybody up, stands in front of Daenerys, and is like, "My queen, I've returned to you with a gift." He's like, "Come on out here, rascal!" Yeah. Tyrion comes out, tussles his hair. Yeah, and he and he's like, "Great." Danny goes, "Get him the f away from me." Bring me Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Jorah's like, "This isn't what I planned." I think. Oh, actually, uh, this is a, the wrong order. A little, yeah. Right. So she says, "Get away!" And he says, "No, wait. I have a present for yeah. you." Yeah, yeah, Tyrion yeah. Lannister. She's like, "I'm listening." Yeah. It was. Yeah. Definitely like. Because he does the big reveal, like, "Oh, she's going to be so stoked to see that I'm alive." I brought a gift. Yeah. yeah, and then she's not. I have um, no gift. So I have tickets to Foghat Khaleesi. So back at the palace, uh, Daenerys is like Tyrion. Give me one reason why I shouldn't kill you. And he's like, I've been the hand of the king. I'm smart. Your people around you are not so smart. Um, said, I said one reason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like, All right, you you think you can give me advice? Give me advice. What should I do with Jorah Mormont? Uh, Tyrion says. This man has served you loyally. He loves you, um, but he has betrayed you. So you can let him live, but you cannot keep him near you. Ooh. I suggest you exile him. Oh. Danny goes and the look Jorah gives. Uh, he's so like, Yo, I thought we were being friends. <laughs> yeah, we were boys. We was boys. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna see you later, Tyrion. And he just like pulls down his cuff and just rubs on his face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Take that, yeah, great yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Jorah gets his walking papers, a gain, and Tyrion is immediately welcomed into Daenerys's inner fold. Um, and that is not a, a euphemism for sorry. By the way, I didn't write that on the thing. And I, it was so it's just a, it was an so accident. Even worse. It's not yeah. typed in, but it's written in crayon. Yeah. <laughs> um so um so Jorah gives his walking papers and immediately just walks back to the same dude who bought him before. And he's like, yo, I want to be in the fighting pits. Let me in the fighting pits. And the guy's like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that easy. We cool. And he flips his coin back to him, right? Yeah. He's like, like I'm a slave now. <laughs> Get me a, the, the biggest goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you there, what day is it? <laughs> 
It's only Christmas, so oh, if you thought the Christmas Carol <laughs> references were done, we're in <laughs> no way. Um, so, so Daenerys is at the official pit openings. Whatever she was at the first time was like a minor league game. It was like Grapefruit League. <laughs> yeah, this is like she's opening a, a like a like a, a nobody beats the Wiz in in Marine. <laughs> yeah, it's real big. The Wiz. She looks great uh, again. Wow. She's looking great. She's, is this, she's in blue this time. Thanks, so. Get ready for it because if anything's based on those uh, trailers for the new season. It is not a good hair. Uh, not a good hair season for, for uh, our, our Daenerys Stormborn. Uh, so she's there with Tyrion, his Dars, the Lorax, Missandei, um, and they were having a. Oh, Dario's there. They're having a good time. They're watching fights. What's this? It's Jorah again. Uh, and at first he's getting washed, but then he fights well. Like and then in his fight, he pulls his helmet off. Uh, I'm not entertained. Like, it's like Jesus, Jorah again. Picks up a spear, throws it directly at Danny. Everybody's like, oh, oh shit, no. Dora, Jorah's going off the deep end. He doesn't Dora. love her anymore. He hates her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out he's throwing a spear at a, at a harpy oh, who is behind gosh. Daenerys about to kill her. The sons mm-hmm. of the harpies ambush the entire place. They're just killing mm-hmm. people left and right. Mm-hmm. His stars mm-hmm. the Lorak. Stab, 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 mm-hmm. stab. They're getting beat mm-hmm. up. They're getting surrounded. And then, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's Drogon's music! <laughs> oh God, <laughs> what? We good, great, good God, never. We got Slavernock. <laughs> Cut the commercial. This is as a family. Get out, get out of here, Kane, and your black heart. <laughs> um, Drogon starts burning, dudes. <laughs> Uh, and then Daenerys is like... They're I'm, feeling the burn. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, Daenerys, Daenerys, uh, Daenerys is like, I'm out of here. And then she flies away in like a never-ending story. Seriously. Yeah. And she's so, she just like... She doesn't care about any of that. She's getting she, out of here. I know. There's, so, there's room for Miss Sandy. There's room for Daria. All of them. There's, there's room, room for, for all everyone. of them. Yeah. Dragons are used and she's just like, later. It's yeah. the biggest dragon and she's just like all enamored because her baby boy came back. Yeah. And he doesn't even know what he's doing. He's just... Dragons are like cats. People can people can attach emotions to them. They can say like, "Oh, my cat really likes this. It really likes this. Oh, my cat loves me. My cat's not in a good mood right now." No, cats just do cat stuff all the time. You cannot know their their heart. Yeah, they're, they're cold. <laughs> Aria loves me. All right. Yeah. Uh, for for any new listeners, Mike has a cat named Aria. That's Aria's music. Aria's music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, taught, commercial. he taught her how to fetch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, and sit down and roll over. <clears throat> so once again, Tyrion, uh, a, a single tear rolls down Tyrion's cheek as he witnesses dragons, his boyhood dream, twice in one month. Boy, yeah. his diary must be overflowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never believed it would happen to me. <clears throat> and uh, I wish I could speculate yeah. right now. And uh, that's the end of that episode. And so the season finale happens, which is uh, Jorah and Dario decide that they're going to go after Danny. Uh, I hope they both die in the process. I would it does be okay say that. With that. The outline does say that. That's... I yeah, I, that one is written in. Uh, I, yeah, I hope they both get the clap and die. Um, <laughs> the stone clap. Yeah. Catch the heartbeat. And then, uh, and then Tyrion stays behind to govern Marine with Missandei and Grey Worm. And then, oh, oh, what's this? Varys finally arrives. It's me. <laughs> hey, but, did I miss anything? <laughs> Where was I? Sorry, I was. Just... Tidying up. Oh, yes, I Hello, was old friend. Good to see you. Uh, I hope you haven't gotten into too much. Yeah, uh, and if we remember last season, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of called that, huh? Anybody? <laughs> said he was, I don't remember. He said he was going to be there the whole time. Uh, yeah, was he there the whole time? Was he just sitting back? We don't know when he arrived, so we'll assume that. Wait, I'm how correct. could you have called that the last season? 
Last like season. Dor- while we were oh, while we were watching, watching you said you think Varys is in in yeah. Marine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 That, yeah. That he will arrive. That he will be there. So anyway, um, I think we can all agree. Very fun finish. Yeah. Very fun finish, yeah. and very excited to see what happens next. Like Tyrion and Varys together is always going to be the most yeah. fun. Ruling a city. Do you feel that way, Whitney? You're going like. Mm-hmm, but no, your face I just. Is- I just got so. I hated Jorah so much in this whole time because <laughs> he's just like the saddest sack in the whole world, just being like, love, love me, love me, and then he has this contagious disease, maybe, but probably, and he's like, here, let me touch you. It's like you're gonna kill her too. Jorah is the poster child for both people who think the friend zone is bullshit. And for people who think the friend zone is real. He's the poster <laughs> child for both. Yeah. Oh, he just makes me so mad. Yeah. That's a great uh, call. He did, yeah, touch her. Yeah. Uh, I, which leads me to believe that, she, that again, it's something he, he has, then his body has uh, fought off, so it's mm-hmm. not contagious. Yeah, I think you're uh, right. You know? Yeah. Um, so, um... I like to finish. Uh, so this is a section finish, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'd like to. I, 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 Whitney, you weren't here last time, but I like to finish with a question. Um, and my question this time, and again, we're not getting into predictions, so we want to tailor this based on uh, just like what we've experienced and how we feel right now. Um, do, do do we want more from Marine? Marine? Do we want more from Marine? Like, do we want to see it more? Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's where it's going to be Bro. interesting, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's Tyrion and Varys. Like, between the two of them, there's not going to be a grape on that whole continent. Like, it's going to be the most drunken, debaucherous, well-governed city in the world. Like, I think for this season, mm-hmm. that's going to be the Arya and the Hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that it will be captivating, but also some comic relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm. Oh, we're not making predictions or Stone Cold. Yeah. I, I, for, but yes, I want to see more. I for me, more it is uh, the reason I ask the question is because while I love what is like, I love the prospect of what is going to happen. Yeah, I just can't help but feel like we're in season. We're about to enter season six. Oh, okay. I want to start seeing things push towards Westeros. I think that will happen. Okay, I think that will happen right from Marine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that will happen right from Marine. Okay. Whitney, um, did you chime in? Oh, I was just saying, doesn't this section end with her, like, and the dragon's just, like, doing his own thing, just eating sheep? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot to... Right, good point. I forgot to mention. Yes. Yes. Um, Daenerys lands in the Dothraki Sea. Uh Uh-huh. And she's just there, like, kind of badly... Like, she's not well. Right? She's a little banged up. And, no, Drogon's banged up. Yeah. She's better. And, uh... He's off just... A little ways away, eating mm-hmm. uh, and resting. Yeah, and she's like, "Fly me somewhere else," and he's just like, "He's like, no, I can't. can't. We've got to go." And then the Dothraki come. Yeah, and she's in huge numbers. In huge numbers, and the first thing she does is pull off her wedding ring and ditch it. Yeah, like a true soldier, mm-hmm. like a like a woman uh, in Vegas <laughs> for a man or a man <laughs> in Vegas. Um. Yeah, I mean... And they call it the Dothraki Sea because it's an area of green, right, in most desert? Is that right? It's called uh, the Dothraki Sea because they don't know what water is. Really? They don't trust water. So, it's I mean, they their obviously sea. know what water is, but they don't know what, like, a body of water yeah. is. Yes. Hmm. They, don't, they don't cross water. They cross large swaths of land. 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember that dusty. much. Because, it's uh, not... It, there's like... It's like Grickle Grass from the Lorax. Um, sure. So can they not swim? No. Well, in season one, uh, uh, what's his face? I don't face? know, just wondering. <laughs> I mean, what do you they don't... Like, what, what, is, what, is, what do you need to have They can to swim. float, but no, they've never, they never go in water. People have to learn how to swim. I know a guy that doesn't know how to swim. That's what I'm saying. But like, how, so how would they know how to swim if they never been to... In, in season one, uh, what's his name, Drogo? Uh, Call Drogo? Call Drogo. Yeah. He makes a big deal of it. He has that big speech in, in season one, uh, or in the first book. Uh, where he says, we, we haven't done this, but we will do this. We will get ships, we will cross the sea, uh, and... And we're going to take Westeros. we're going to take Westeros. Yeah. yeah. We so I remember that much. I yeah. just didn't remember... But they're certainly not swimming there. No, they're not going to get... They're practicing yeah. in little ponds, like... Oh, my I God. think they bathe themselves in dust like elephants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roll around in dust. Um, I would love to see, like, a bunch of Dothrakis <laughs> in, um, in, like, uh, inflatable, like, the things on their arms. Swimmies? Just, just, yeah, swimmies. Just, like, pool noodles? Yeah, just, like... You want to like, see something adorable? Oh, YouTube oh, elephants in, like, kiddie pools. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's They adorable. love the stuff. They do. They're cool. too big for the pools, too. too big. <laughs> why, don't they, why don't the zookeepers just get in bigger pools? <laughs> they wouldn't be adorable. Hi, can, can elephants mm-hmm. swim, though? Yeah. Yeah? They use their trunks as, like... Uh, snorkel. Okay. Well, I mean, that, but that's what I mean. It's like, can they get buoyant? I don't know. In I think water? so. Do we know what swimming is? <laughs> <laughs> Do we know how to swim? <laughs> cool. On. Great. So, um, that wraps up Marine. And now we're going to move over to Winterfell. Mm. Um, and we're going to start the Winterfell storyline uh, from Sansa. We're going to touch on, with the touch of Brienne. And again, this is got. A, there's going to be a couple winds and turns in this, but uh, let us begin. So <clears throat> Sansa and Littlefinger at the Vale, and they're like, "We're going to Winterfell." Uh, <laughs> they stop at an inn. They run into Brienne of Tarth, like episode one. Very quickly, this happens, yeah. and yeah. we're like, "Whoa, this is incredible!" Is this something we were talking about? Like, oh man, maybe like Brienne gets her like episode eight, episode seven, like one of the big moments. Like, no. Yeah. No, right they just do it. Yeah, and I love shit like that. Yeah. yeah, it was great. In a season that they took their time with so much, it was nice to see them cut to the yep. chase with this. But she just kind of went crazy. Oh yeah, like she just like talked to him for a little bit and then went ape shit. Yeah. So oh oh yes, a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Brienne uh, like rolls up on them. She's like, "Yo, Sansa, I'm Brienne of Tarth. Uh, your mother hired me to take care of you." Uh, I, I've been sworn to protect you, so why don't you come on with me? And there, and like Peter's like, oh, like weren't you supposed to protect? Um, you supposed uh, to protect uh, Renly, and she's like, yeah, but a ghost killed him. He's like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. Okay, oh, uh, how, they, about, uh, how about how uh, about Caitlyn Stark? Oh, she's dead too. Oh, okay, okay. How about your how about your childhood dog? Oh, he's he dead passed. too. Oh, he passed. A ghost. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Sansa's like, listen. Um, you are, you seem like a nice person. Yeah. I'm going to stay with the child molester. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay with Peter Baelish over you. Um, and Brienne, like, is just like dumbstruck because she didn't plan this, but Brienne doesn't plan anything. Uh, she's uh, got a good heart, but Jesus Christ, think something through once. So chaotic good. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so Brienne realizes, oh shit, um, they're gonna, she, now Peter's gonna, like, wink at his boys and they're gonna kill me. Which they do. Uh, so, uh, they, they chase her down, she kills them all, and, uh, 
Podrick is like, hey, Brienne, let's go do something else. Like, you have the... You can do whatever you want. Like you got let, all this Lannister gold. Yeah, you got this Lannister gold. You've got a Valyrian steel uh, sword, right? And she you has got, Oath you got me, Oathkeeper. Yeah, Oathkeeper. The tripod yeah. pain. Yeah. Tripod. And, but Brienne is dumb. And she's like, no, I know where they're heading. She's driven. Yeah. I'm going to get Sansa Stark. Um, so this was a very... She doesn't um, know what she wants. This is a very economical way to make Brienne a complete non-factor for the whole rest of... Yeah. Of the season. Because as we will talk about later, she pretty much just sits at a window for the rest of the season. It was such a, a awesome moment. Yeah. Because so... Th- this was a season where thing people start to find each other. Yeah. Um, and that was a moment where it was awesome that that happened, but then it didn't necessarily go anywhere. Yeah. It was very annoying. Yeah. So, um, so Peter tells Sansa, hey, yo, when we get to Winterfell, I got a surprise for you. You're going to marry Ramsay Bolton. And Sansa's like, I, I hate this. And Peter, like, is like, listen, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's a fine boy. And also, think about what this does for you. You will, you are a daughter of Winterfell. You will be back in your ancestral home. Uh, Stannis is coming to that castle there's a very good chance that you will wind up Lord of Winterfell and Warden of the North at the end of all this. And she's like, that's great. Play your cards right, son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this 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 scene uh, takes on a... Uh, this scene finds trouble for me because it suggests that Peter Baelish doesn't... Either knows what Ramsay is like and lies to Sansa, um, which the... People said, the, the writers said at some point that that was not the case. Or it suggests that Peter Baelish knows nothing about Ramsay Bolton, even though his name is all over the place and he's known as the bastard of Bolton. Mm-hmm. And like he's just like done horrible things. Yeah. Or he's overestimating how into this Sansa is going to be. And he thinks, I'm, mar- I'm selling her, I'm selling her, I'm trading her into this marriage for political purposes. And she's cool with that, and therefore will go along with all marriage activities. Either way, he's showing very un-Peter like tendencies of awareness. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if he is very aware, which I'm inclined to think that you know the writers will (laughs) they'll say what they want, Um, but uh, like I feel like in my interpretation of this show. He's got to know. He's got to know what he is like. And he's doing this regardless. Because the outcome is going, I feel, is going to favor him either way. Uh, if he is, if it is a, a situation where Stannis does come and, and save, he's still good. Uh, if it's a, a, a situation where uh, the Boltons prevail, he's still good. Um, and then we'll get into the predictions episode and what happens in, you know, at the the end of that, but um, I don't think I, I think it, it was probably a tougher decision for Peter to make than here's, it seemed like. Here's why I don't believe. Here's 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 the, here's my issue with this whole thing. It's like I think if if Peter knew what this was, I feel like he would have been like, "Listen, Sansa, you got to have sex with Ramsay." Like that's part of it. He would have. 
He was said like he, I mean, he probably said it was something like you. This is your like you're gonna have to perform your wifely duties or something like oh, that. Oh, so gross. Well, but I like Peter has been like taking assume. Sansa under his wing and he's been explaining all this stuff to her and like what like like literally like what the game is. And it feels like a massive oversight to like. I mean, it, it sounds like he's either setting her up to think like you will be um, <clears throat> this this wedding will never actually take place. Or, uh, you know, this guy is a prince. That would have been uh, such a different move if there was a scene where Baelish sits her down and is like, look, here's a deal. There might be some bad shit. Some bad things might happen, but you need to, like, just trust me. At the end of this, things are going to be, things are going to be all right. Like, I think that's what's in Baelish's mind, but if that was what was... Sit like that. That I, that might have, in a way, quote unquote, protected some of what happened in that season. Yeah, you know. So, oh, go ahead. Do you think Baelish is like? Because I feel like he's in love with Sansa, right? For sure, right? Like that seems like his his long like in game. Yeah. Do you think he's just like you know? I'm probably a pretty shitty choice for you. So he like sets her up with this like worst choice <laughs> to be like, hey, baby. Not that bad. You just came up yeah. with the worst. <laughs> it's the worst version of of uh, the worst intention. That's the, what the, they call that the cock thumb. No, oh. it, it's something, but they're co- <laughs> the cock thumb. Um, there is a there is a word for it, uh, and they're calling they're using it in this election cycle. Um, with, Fait accompli. No, no, that's with uh, Trump and Cruz uh-huh. creating something terrible, so that something not quite as terrible still. So Fucking the, terrible seems better. So the term cock thumb comes from uh, saying, like, we're going to cut off your dick. And then saying, okay, fine, we'll just cut off your thumb. And the person goes, oh, great, thank you. I think we're all in agreement that we'd rather have Peter Baelish as a presidential candidate. Than either Ted Cruz or Donald than Trump. Than either Ted Cruz or Donald Trump. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, and that's a, what a sad world we live in. Anyway, so um, while they're in... Uh, so Peter is telling Sansa you're going to marry Ramsey Bolton. Meanwhile... Brienne goes to the uh, the Quality Inn in Winterfell Town and says, "Give me a window with a Winterfell view." It's got weekly and hourly rates. Yeah, uh, and uh, she she meets up with some Stark loyalists and she's like, "Hey, can you get in the castle?" Sure, we can, Mace. Of course, we can. Oh, blimey, we can. I was in there delivering a pie last week, I was. We'll throw them out the apples and pears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mortal remembers. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this woman says, uh, yeah, I can get to Sansa. She's like, all right, we'll pass this message along to her. If you uh, if you ever get scared, put a candle in the window and I'll come to you. Yeah. Um, which Goodbye, like, Winterfell's <laughs> Rose. <laughs> they will never need all you had. Okay. Um, it seems to me. <laughs> so anyway, there's this really weird dinner that happens. It's Roose Bolton, his wife Fat Walda, uh, Ramsey, Sansa, Reek, and I think that's it. What a terrible dinner. Um, so first, first uh, Ramsey goes, hey... Uh, and, and the, and the uh, what's your face from good uh, not, uh, from the Jeffersons, Weezy Jefferson? No, the the, the what's your face? Um, God, what's her name now? Florida uh, Evans. Yes. That's no, 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 no. Um, uh, she was the, the the maid on Jeffersons. I don't know, man. I haven't seen that many Jeffersons episodes. Uh, 
whatever. So, just move on. Yeah. So anyway, um, so anyway, uh, Ra- Ramsey goes to uh, Reek. He goes, "Hey, Reek, tell Sansa about how you killed her brothers." Marla he, Gibbs. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> She was so she was she was she was a handful. She she was too much. Yeah, Um, yeah. all right. So, so so so, you know, Reek does that, and he's he's being unnecessarily cruel to Sansa. And then Bruce is just like this is when he's being unnecessarily cruel. And Bruce is like Bruce is well at at this time this seems unnecessary. And Bruce is like, hey, uh, Ramsey, you think you're cruel? Check this out. Uh, Fat Walt is pregnant. And Roos's face goes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I think it's a boy. Yeah. And Ramsey is like, uh, but later on, Roos is like, listen, you're my son. I've already legitimized you. You have nothing to worry about. And Ramsey's like, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't believe you at all. Not true. Um, so Sansa and Ramsey get married. And, uh, it's like it's very hard to tell like what the tone is of everything that's going on, and then Game of Thrones is like, here's the tone. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey says, "Hey, Reek, stand right there," and then he rapes Sansa in front of her, yeah. uh, in front of him, uh, and I the mean, camera what, stays on Reek the entire time. One other big thing, at least I felt it was a, a big thing when we were watching, uh, talking about it originally, was during the ceremony, uh, Reek. Introduces himself. He presents as Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, and the one other detail of this to remember is that when Sansa is being given her bath, um, uh, Ramsay's little girl is trying to scare Miranda. her, Miranda. Yeah, and and Sansa gives that lovely speech where she's like, I, "My name is Sansa Stark. I am this, 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 yeah. this, and I will not be frightened in my own home." Mm-hmm. And it's like a really nice moment. Uh, followed by nothing but horrible moments. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 <clears throat> so, um, what? That's just, a long time. That was just that was a hard episode. That was a hard because it ended with that, right? Yeah. It was just like, oh, that's yeah. okay. It literally cuts to credits on Reek's face as he's Ooh. like, was like crying. Not even slow rains of Castamere or anything. No. no, I mean they don't want to put any song in your head that's gonna drive this out every time you hear it. Um, this she was this was horrible. Crazy. Yeah, this was horrible. This was I don't know. I mean th- th- this uh, this, this episode... was a moment where I was basically like I, don't know, I might be done with this show. <laughs> like it was yeah it was like I'm not I'm not done with the show obviously but like um, it was a, it was an episode that made me really think and have some a lot of conversation with people about what. Um, what is like what are we doing with TV and like what are we doing like what are the goals what are the expectations um when are things necessary and when are things unnecessary um and I still I still don't know the answers to it because I've I like I hear smart people talk about both sides um some people are like fine with the with the Sansa stuff and some people are not fine with it mm-hmm. um I don't know what I got. I think the the thing is that you have some people that are like, uh, for the the time period, and I'm air quoting mm-hmm. for that. Oh, it's 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 relevant, and that's how people talked. Um, but the same argument is made for something like Django mm-hmm. for uh, Hateful Eight. Like they use the N word like. Re- 
ridiculously like it's uncomfortable like even if that's how even if it it was that way uh it's not that way now when we talk about things like risk and reward in like not to be inside baseball but like improv coaching we talk about we you know you talk to your team about like subject matter that you can that you can tap into in an improv scene and risk versus reward yes you can do a scene that deals with all sorts of subject matter. But honestly, what's the best you're going to get out of it? Are you the smartest comedian in the world? Are you able to deftly uh, navigate these treacherous waters and come out with like this piece of golden treasure that was a perfect scene that dealt with the subject matter? Or, more likely, are you kind of a dum-dum who uh, should probably leave this stuff out because most of the time you're going to fall flat on your face? And I think the thing to advocate for is that it's not about... It's not about acting like things don't exist. It's not about acting like rape doesn't exist. It's not about acting like, you know, uh, men hitting their wives don't exist or any, or racism doesn't exist. But it's about what does the depiction of this accomplish in this moment? And I don't even just mean in service of the plot or anything like that. What was your initial thought? I mean, I mean, I, I feel like it just, it was awful to watch, but I think it, I was okay that it was in there. Because, uh-huh. yeah, they got married. That's part of getting married back then. You have to consummate the marriage. And it's just like, yeah, it just adds to his character and how awful he is. Like, yeah. what's the worst thing he could have done? That's pretty much up there of making Reek watch him read. Like, I feel like... I don't know. Did it need to be seen, though? That's the thing. Like, so graphically. Uh, and, and, yeah, it wasn't... Like you said, it, most of the time, it kind of you saw Santa's face and then it went to Reek's face. And... You didn't necessarily see. I think my mind is showing me more than the screen actually did. I haven't even, yeah. I haven't even rewatched that episode. I don't since. know if I've rewatched it. But the seeing the the what needs to be seen versus what isn't seen in this show has gotten, I think, a little unbalanced. Yeah, uh, because you have the you have that which I don't think needs to be seen. Cut to cut uh, to Brienne looking at the window, not seeing a candle. Right, uh, and, and then you like, have mm. uh, Stannis. Like they cut away at. That moment, uh, but they'll say that he's that he's definitely gone. Well, I, I thought that was a, I, that was a choice. I yeah, mean, that I was well, that's what I think they're both choices. That's what that's my point. But I mean, that, that was a choice. That was a cliffhanger choice. This was a choice on where to put the camera. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, a controversial moment. Um, it, it's it's continued in the next episode because um, it is suddenly there are bruises all over her. Um, Sansa finally goes to Reek and she says, you have to help me. If you remember who you are at all, put this candle in the thing. Let me, like, help me, like, save me. I'm, like, he beats me, he rapes me. Not that he snitched. Yeah, and he snitches. Yeah, he snitches. He fucking dry snitches on her. And and she walks out the next time and sees the old woman that had promised to help laid in the middle of the square. Yeah. Um, North remembers, lady. Yeah. That moment, I just remember, like, a little hope for Reek that you're like, oh, he's, he's going to do it. He's going upstairs. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, so... Um, so, uh, we're going to get into the, the circumstances that caused this in a second, but in the mayhem during the battle with Stannis, Sansa tries to escape again. Uh, she's caught by Miranda... But Reek finally has his Gollum moment and throws Miranda off a bridge or whatever. And then Sansa and Reek jump from Winterfell's walls onto the snow. 
Um, it is implied that they're alive, yeah. but not confirmed. Okay, so that's uh, that's Winterfell's arc, and um, my my question for uh, my my question for you all. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Actually, I can't ask a question that's not predictive about Winterfell. Do it. Do it. Okay, so here's my question about Winterfell. What happens? Is uh, it, no, it's not what happens. It's just it's just how many more people will live in Winterfell before a Stark has it. I just am I the only? I feel like Winterfell's like a lost cause, right? Like, is it winter just going to destroy it? I think Winterfell's going to be the. Uh, I think it's going to be key. I think it's going to be the last stand. Like it? I don't know. I think Winterfell's going to be the last stand. I don't know. I mean, you have Winterfell, and then you've got. Everything else, yeah. everything north. Winterfell is um, a stopgap. Yeah, Winterfell is. It will be the front lines of. Uh, I think one of yeah. In general, Winterfell will be the front lines this coming season for the battles between uh, men, uh, but then the battle between man and the Whites and White Walkers. Yep. Do you think, think men are going to be able to put their shit behind? Like they're going to come together? Yeah. I think the White Walkers are basically like uh, climate change. <laughs> and it's like, we should have done stuff two yeah. decades ago. That was Stanton's argument. Was it? Andrew, yeah, Andrew, uh, you were uh, on that episode. <laughs> was I? Yeah. What epi- How long ago was this? Uh, what was two it? years ago. It was our award-winning episode. Then it was in my, uh, then it was in my uh, subconscious, because uh, I think Andrew Stanton's a great man. I respect him highly. <laughs> yeah. Duke Dollop. Uh, it was like, that Andrew was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, because we were talking about the White Walker thread. He's like, yeah, it's like, it's like uh, everybody's complaining about uh, I forget what the common thing or like women's reproductive rights and at the at the entire time the the globe is warming. <laughs> yeah. you know? He's right. Um, yeah. Uh, so cool. So let's move on to the wall. This is going to be our last topic tonight. We've actually moved through at a pretty nice clip, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at the wall, right? Uh, right at uh, when we begin the season at the wall. Uh, John is there. I spelled that wrong on the uh, thing. Uh, and uh, Stannis, and John is there, and Luckily Stannis is there. Sounds the same over audio. So. <laughs> yeah, glad we stopped and talked. Yeah, about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Just in case, so I didn't want somebody to bring it up. Be like, "Oh, David, you spelled John wrong there." I know. I'll take I a photo and tweet it out. Yeah. Um, so, following the battle for the wall, Stannis and his army are occupying Castle Black, and uh, Stannis goes to John and he's like, "Hey, Snow, want to talk to you." Mance Radar has some people, and we want them. We want the wildlings, but he's gotta he's gotta bend the knee. Will you talk to him? John says I'll talk to him, but that's not what wildlings do. Yeah. He's like, if you like, he's like, I can, I think I can get you the wildlings, but you have to be willing to be a little bit more forgiving about things. Stannis is like, no, he's got to kneel to me. John talks to Mance Raider. Mance is like, I will join him, but I'm not bending the knee. Stannis is like, fine, I'll, I'll burn you alive. <laughs> uh, so Stannis burns Mance alive. Um, John can't stand the sound of the agony, and he shoots Mance with a mercy arrow. He mercy kills Mance Radar. Yeah. And uh, the wildlings respect John for this. Yeah. yeah. They really yeah. appreciate it. More just to, so he doesn't have to suffer. Yeah. 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 No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he, I know he doesn't do it as a political thing. He, he <laughs> He's hated- not like, he doesn't have his fingers in his ears like, oh, make this stop. <laughs> Shut up already! Sound of this agony. (laughs) I get it. It's hot. (laughs) So, 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 so Stannis. So, so that passes, and now Stannis is on to his next thing, which is 
uh, which is if I'm to get the North support, I need a Stark on my side. They are never going to just rally behind me. They need a Stark. Yeah. And he says, oh, where's the Stark? And he goes, oh, Jon Snow, come here. Close enough. Jon, I will legitimize you if you, uh, if you, if you promise to join me and like, uh, you know, support my cause and stuff yeah. like that. Bend the knee and you will rise. Yeah. Jon Stark, yeah. Lord of Winterfell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jon Snow refuses. Now, is, is the, uh, just a real quick aside: is the, does this season have a touch of like uh, Jesus being tempted to it? Um, it has a touch. Are, are we are we saying that Jon is the messianic figure in this? Yes, in this show or just in this case? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I mean, we don't want to get too deep into this because that, that's going to be a big part of the prediction thing. Yeah. But if Jon comes to life, if John, well, your question is speaking like. Not to go into predictions, but <laughs> going into predictions. Based on the let's ba- let's just assume that Jon Snow is coming back to life. If you're assuming Jon Snow is coming back to life, and he literally is being killed and raised from the dead, and here's him being tempted. Yes, this is this is this is uh, you know this is Jesus in the desert. Okay, getting visions of uh, sugar plums. Cool. You know, just a question old. I thought about. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> dancing in his head. Yeah. Uh, me, while all this is going on, everybody else at the Night Watch is scurrying around because. Uh, it's voting season. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and the Donegan effect is in full play. The Donegan effect is in full play because it's between Alistair Thorne, uh, the Billy Joel guy. What's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Not Jana Slint. Ugh. Was he running? Uh, was he he's on the kind ticket? of a factor. I mean, he's a factor. He's not really on the ticket. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's between Alistair Thorne, some other guy who's a nobody. Um, but then Sam goes, <laughs> God, this is going to suck if Alistair Thorne is... Hey, yeah, Jim Webb. John Snow, yeah. <laughs> John Snow would be a great guy. He was the one who led us during the Battle of Castle Black. Like, Alistair Thorne did a great job until he didn't. And then uh, and then John was the guy who took over. Uh, so they vote. It's a good speech. It's a tie. Aemon Targaryen has the tie-breaking vote. And he's like, guess what, John? You're the new Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. And John's clack like, it, clack it, clack. <laughs> there go you, boy. Uh, also called that one. And, uh... Great. (laughs) It's annoying because, like, Rob and I have read the books. So we sit there and we just, like, know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, at least, like, we have the outline. Yeah. And then Mike just, like, Mike makes predictions. And he makes 4,000 predictions. And as long as one's right, (laughs) he goes, nailed it. (laughs) I'm true. I'm true. Uh, I make uh, some predictions, and uh, many of them turn out to be pretty pretty damn close. Don't go long of the century. <laughs> well, now yeah. this season, can't you guys just throw out predictions nonstop? Yeah. We can. We're we're kind of we're, we, we, there's a, there's like the, the map is getting hazier. Yeah, uh, going into the future. I still have to get through things. book four and five. Yeah, I want to start that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, cool. So uh, so John is the new Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Um, so Stannis and Melisandre again say, "Hey John, help us take Winterfell. Come with us." And he says, "No, no, no. Shut up. F off." Um, alone. Meanwhile, John says, "Listen, Tormund Giantsbane, you're the new director of the Wildlings. I'm assuming. <laughs> I need. I need the Night Watch. The Night's Watch needs people. I need allies. I will let your people cross the wall. I will let them come into Westeros. I will give them land." Uh, they will have to figure out what to do with it. But you, one, you've got to give people the option to join the Night's Watch. 
And two, you've got to say you'll support me. Help me turn Westeros into Besteros. That's yeah. what he said. <laughs> and we all cheered. We cheered yeah. so hard. Yeah. Um, Tormund's like, yeah, I'll do that. But you've got to come with me to Hardhome to get the rest of the wildlings. Yeah. And John does that. John's like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, sure, Hardhome. He's like, no, seriously, that's the name of the place. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, okay. Uh, so John leaves. Uh, as When he leaves, Amon Targaryen dies. Uh, and Sam gets laid. I was to say, okay, we're, we're burying the lead here. Yeah. yeah. Sam gets his wings. Yeah. But he got beat up first, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, Sam protects Gilly. He gets beat up, and Gilly's like, you know what? I'm going to give you something. And then what I'm going to give you. And what I'm going to give you. Gilly loves him. And what I'm going to give you is something. What? Yeah, it's I know. Baby, I know. Smooch, baby smooch. Sam. Huh? It's baby Sam. She loves him. Yeah. Yeah, she loves him. Yeah. She loves him for sure. I mean, again, it's. Her last boyfriend was her dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry. This is going to be weird. I'm probably going to shout some things that don't make much sense. Yeah. But anyway, when this uh, is over, could you check my homework? <laughs> Ooh, oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Boo forever, sir. Uh, so anyway, uh, John goes to Hardhome, and he convinces about half the wildlings to join up with him. Uh, the Thens are like, we don't care. <laughs> We're not stupid. joining you. But everybody else is like, all right, we'll go with you. And uh, Tormund if, advocates on his behalf because they're like, you killed Man's Rider. He's like, no, I mercy killed Man's Rider. If anyway. the Thens lived in, on Earth in the United States, they would all wear um, tap, tap out, out t-shirts. They would all drink Monster <laughs> and they'd all vape. Yeah. <laughs> we we did skip over, um, unless I was thinking of something else when you said it, uh, the great cameo First time since maybe season two or three, Lord of Bones. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, Lord yeah. of Bones, and he just gets the, <laughs> the most un. Yeah, it's like shit. Lord of Bones is back. Oh shit, Lord of Bones is dead. Like that quick. Oh, and then we also had like a new like strong female character that we're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's like, oh, really yeah. exciting, and then it's like gone. Oh, yeah. as soon as she Killed like said, as as she she kids, I'll oh, see you soon. God, yeah, she's, she's back now. Well. She's she, she's back. She's back. She's I guess back. She's Old blue eyes. Yeah. Oh, yep. blue eyes. So anyway, um, so uh, John's like c- c- convinced anybody who's going to come comes, and it's like, oh yeah, White Walkers show up, and they show up on Moss. Uh, so um, everybody gets wrecked. The the Night's Watchmen try to protect the Wildlings as best they can. Uh, everybody's just getting messed up. John gets in fight with a. Uh, does he get in fight with a White Walker or like mm-hmm. a? Uh, yeah, he gets in fight with White, White Walker. And who are now very well dressed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's going yeah. poorly. And then he hits him with long claw, and the dude just shatters. Yep. And John looks at his Valerian steel sword and goes, "Zooks!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was we, we've seen up to this point where the any kind of steel, any kind of sword has just been shattered that yeah. make contact with their their weapons. Yeah. Uh, and within this episode, uh, there was it happened twice leading up to that. Very quick, it was one yeah. of the Thens. Uh, uh, swords, and then John finds one, yeah. shatters, uh, and then uh, yeah, uh, then we had that clash, yeah. and then uh, White Walker is like, and then smash this yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, now um, so John kills one. They uh, the people escape. Um, I, it's hard to tell how many people like. A lot of people died, but half the wildlings weren't going to come anyway. So it's hard to tell if they wound up with less wildlings or more. Because uh, all the wildlings make a mad dash for the boats. About 5,000 are headed to the yeah. wall. 
Okay. Uh, John says about 5,000, and uh, Tormund says, uh, he said, what do we got, about 5,000? And Tormund says, never been good at counting. Yeah. yeah. So, about Which is about a 5, fraction of the number of wildlings. The yes. wildlings number in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. But there's no way they were expecting, they were, there's no way they were going to Hardhome to get no more than 10,000 people. Right. Yeah, well, on yeah. those ships. Yeah. 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 But they can march south. Yeah. yeah. That, that was one trip. I mean, we, we can assume that there was multiple trips planned. Yeah, but I don't see a return trip. Right. Yeah, no. yeah, but guess who's, got, guess who's got also, guess whose numbers also swole. swole. Yeah. yeah, the Night's yeah. King who shows up. Yeah. And uh, it's like, yo, bottle service is on me. Yeah. <laughs> Would you post every double guac? Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I know it's extra. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I know. Double meat, double yeah. guac. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. So anyway, so now we're gonna go on a little Stannis interlude. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's not rush too. <laughs> he, he, he run. He kind of slow walks across the the pier. Uh, and uh, raises his arm. Oh, that's what we were talking about. That's that's talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, but he raises everybody. Yeah, that's up. what we were talking about. You, you so mentioned they can stand on mountains, right? Um, I didn't hear you guys mention that a whole bunch of dead people actually. Oh, we, we were talking I, about I the said, swelling of I the said ranks. The swelling of the ranks, oh, like okay. yes, I didn't specifically yes. All right, Knights King raises his hands and he, and he said, "Party people, and the um, place to be, and place to be." Yeah, uh, and they all stand up. Yeah. And then they do the filler dance. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Was this sorry? Was that the same with the? They had like a kid army, right? Yeah, like a bunch everybody. Of kids. Yeah. There's kids. There's the woman. Solid. There's yeah. No discrimination yeah. whatsoever. Everybody's in. Everybody's in for the dead army. Why are kid zombies scarier than regular zombies? Because <sighs> those little tiny hands. Because they kind of skitter. They. I think they evoke like. You're thinking of the strand. The what? Those little. Those, the kids. You're thinking of. You're thinking of the strain. Yeah, those little skittering kid, spider kids. Oh, God, I have a quick question. Uh, so there was a whole bunch within this uh, uh, whites, the white army, the oh. the dead. Um, there was a whole bunch that were just kind of there. That were they they had already just kind of in the wings waiting to come out. Yeah. But there was also a bunch of wildings that became whites yeah. even before the rising. Yeah. Um, Many of them were already like torn up, yeah, um, and w- with little to no fight. So yeah. I was just—they could have been old, old wildlings turned previously turned. Because you've got the, you've got the White Walkers, which is the Night King, that dude we saw in the very first episode, yeah, um, beardy, 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 you know, beardy, beardy beard man. man, and then you've got the Whites, which right. is. Humans turned into zombies, zombies, right. hordes. What, what I'm what I'm getting at is, you had all of those people right outside the hard home base. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they closed the closed the gates, and there's hundreds and hundreds of maybe thousands of sure. uh, humans. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they are decrepit whites. Yeah, um, so I just curious what the what the general process was there or if we can assume that they were all dead and this was just a whole wave of pre-existing I, in the wings waiting to come out people i think it's that yeah, okay that i guess that and i think yeah i think they just you know in the decades however long the the, the wildlings have been like disappearing into the woods oh oh yeah. uncle, uncle charlie's back Where the, oh, oh, yeah. okay so you know? these whites just washed upon uh all of these uh wildings yeah. like the the dead army from lord of the rings yep sure okay 
And then yes. they all rise. They're all ancestrals. Yes. All right, go ahead. Uh, cool. So Stannis interludes. So uh, John's off with Hardhome, and Stannis says, "I'm sick of waiting. I will march to Westeros." Uh, and Davos is like, "Dude, pump your brakes. Yeah, hold up. Let's <laughs> not. Let's not do that." Um. Uh, he says, can we just wait for John to come back? Like, doesn't that make sense? Don't you want to ask him one more time yeah. to do it? Don't you want to offer the wildlings, uh, you know, a different path other than the one that Jon Snow go- offers? Stannis says, no. Um, he says, uh, he says to uh, Melisandre, he's like, you saw in the fire that I win this fight, right? And she's yeah. like, yep. And he's like, all right, yeah, no prep. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, uh, bring Solis and bring Shireen. Uh, oh, yeah. Melisandre says, yes. Uh, I've seen that you win this fight. I'd like to burn Shireen. Yeah. He's like, cool. He's like, he's like, not going to do that, but bring her. <laughs> so they march south on Winterfell. Uh, and it's going fine until he is trapped by a snowstorm. And they're forced to make camp, and they're running out of supplies fast, and some of his mercenaries desert him. So Melisandre says, look, Stannis, I told you you were going to win, but be really nice if you killed uh, you killed your kid. <laughs> Stannis is like, no. Definitely not going to hurt No, things. I just had a really touching scene with her. Stannis yeah. is like, no. You are, you are Shireen. So meanwhile, and this is dialing all the way back to the Winterfell plotline. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, in, a, in an attempt to uh, impress his father, says, Give me 20 men and watch what I do to Stannis. So Ramsey sneaks into Stannis' camp and burns all his remaining supplies. Ugh. Kills a bunch of people, Kills causes mayhem. Horses, yeah. Uh, so Stannis is like, Jesus Christ, this has gone from bad to worse. And nobody saw anything? Yeah. God. Stannis uh, sends Davos back to Castle Black to request more supplies. The subtext being... I, you can't be here for what I'm going to do yeah. next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as, Stavo, as Davos leaves, Stannis has Shireen burned at the stake. Uh, and everybody just watches in horror. Yeah. Uh, his wife, who hates this kid, freaks out. Uh, the next day, the weather has turned. It's suddenly not snowing. There's not a wall of snow. But half of Stannis' troops deserted him. This is on top of the... The people that deserted, uh, that deserted beforehand. Yeah, also, and already uh, not having any horses. Yeah, and they don't have any horses because they've been eating them, and the remaining horses were were burned uh, alive by um, by Ramsay's people. Melisandre walks out, sees what's going on, and goes, "Yikes!" <laughs> and gets on her horse, which was not eaten or burned. She'd already been on her high horse. The, the entire, whole entire time. season. Yeah. And she takes off. So Stannis is like, I guess I'll attack Winterfell. He's like, all right. So they literally on foot march on Winterfell. Hold on. Um, uh, but sir, there is one other thing you should see. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> what could possibly be worse right now? Cut to his, uh, his wife swinging hanging from a tree. She's wow. yeah. yeah. Sod it. Oh. <laughs> What's up? And then he kicks the dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they march. Um, Ramsey, I mean, the Bolton's army is, rides on them, immaculately equipped. Yeah. Everybody's on a horse. A There's way more people. <laughs> hey, and, that looks like my sword. <laughs> and they just, they just tear him to pieces. Cut through him like butter. They cut through him like butter. So, uh,. So Stannis' army is completely smashed. There's no more Stannis' army. No. Uh, 
Brienne of Tarth hears that Stannis' army is is fighting. She uh, pod runs and he says, "The forest, dude. Stannis is there." I need to check out. I need to check out quickly. Quickly, quickly. No, what? No, I didn't take anything out of the bar. I didn't take anything out of the bar. She's standing there the whole time, being like, "But I have to watch this this window. I have to watch this window." Of course, it's the classic moment. Yeah. She looks away from the window, and what happens? The candles there. <laughs> in the candle in the window. No, no, we didn't. That part made me so mad. Yeah. That's bad writing. Goodbye, like, Sansa Star. It is. It's terrible writing. It's the equivalent of in Romeo and Juliet when the letter is delivered is supposed to be delivered to Romeo. And it just like doesn't like the literally like, the postman is like yeah. there and Romeo just like walks past him is like I don't want my mail right now I yeah. want to see my girlfriend that? yeah you know that piece of horrible writing Romeo and Juliet <laughs> <laughs> Romeo oh, Romeo Shakespeare is famous for his words not his plots he's also famous for the great Jim Loftus song <laughs> yeah. uh, Midsummer Night's Dream Come True yeah look that one up on Spotify <laughs> let's get that one past a thousand plays <laughs> right? Billy Legend Jim Loftus. Um, legend, legend meaning that nights. thing that nobody's heard of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, check, like, him, check him out. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, Brienne uh, somehow finds Stannis really fast, and the same um, way she found Sansa. Yeah, like right. Yeah. All Brienne apparently has to do is uh, have Podrick complain to her a yeah. little bit, and then the person she's looking for will be right under her nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brienne got real popular in college. Uh, she went to uh, River Run U. Or River Run State. Mm-hmm. Um, because she always found everybody's keys when they were, it was like late night at the party. Yeah. Like, Where's my keys? And she's like, have you looked in the tub? And they were always there. Yeah. Uh, they were always there just a second too late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then she yeah. Yeah. fell over. So anyway, Brienne finds Stannis. Uh, she's like, hey, Stannis, remember me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're my brother's guy. Yeah, we guy. met at the party once. Yeah. And he's like, come on, just fucking kill me. I'm sick of it. And that's what we're thinking. And the show's like, nope. We're going to make it look like she killed him, but we're not actually going to definitively show his head get cut off. And all the Game of Thrones nerds are going to be all over the place because it's like, hey, this happens every time. Unless we see the person actually die and get cookies put on their eyes, we don't believe that they're dead. Exactly what we were talking about. Like, this is a technical cliffhanger, but I don't know. You know you know what would slap us in the face if, if he was actually dead? But yeah. I, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I would love for him to be alive because I do like the character of Stannis and I still want him I still want my deal from last season to to come come out which is uh, uh, he ends up being the new uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch Watch. yeah I have a different feeling I feel like he's dead like uh, why I think he's dead yeah why would he be alive I think he's dead yeah I don't want him to be, be, uh, be dead, but I think... Because they haven't done the whole boondoggle thing in a while where they, like, actually dangle somebody in front of us for two whole seasons and then just, you know, like, Rob Stark was the last time. And then since then, it's been relatively... It's been pretty low-key. Yeah, like, there hasn't been a major death. Um, so, uh, anyway, back at the wall. Jon Snow gets back. Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly after that, Davos gets back. Um... John, the the anti wildling people have been having meetings while John was gone, and there's just tension everywhere. We're gonna build a wall. We're gonna have the wildlings pay for the wall. <laughs> yeah, you've never mm-hmm. seen a wall so huge. Um, huge. So uh, John, uh, John says, "Yo, Sam Gilly, 
I'm sending you to Old Town. Like, this is no place for a woman and a baby. Sam, you need to learn how to become a maester. Yeah. Um, this, again, has um, some real overtones of, like, the same way Stannis sends Davos away. Yeah. Because bad shit's about to go down. Uh, John is sending Sam away because bad, he, bad shit's going down. He's such a sweet boy. Yeah. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also throws him a pack of Trojans. He's like, yeah, he says, he's, away. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Davos arrives, uh, and tells him, like, shit's going bad, and John's like, I got nothing for you, man. Yeah. I got my own problems. Yeah. And Davos is like, I understand that. Melisandre comes back, like, way too soon after Davos comes back. Like, yeah. Davos had a full day's lead on her. Yeah, she's doing those bug eyes the whole time. She's, yeah, thousand yard stare. Yeah. She's and, got the Lord of Light on her side. And, uh, and Davos is like, what happened? What happened? And she's like, I'll be in my chambers. <laughs> Again, so they're like, oh you shit. You got chambers? You just got here. I meant the broom closet. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Stannis got messed up. Um, yeah. That Stannis. night, um, John's having a conversation, and Ali comes in, and he's like, oh, Lord Commander, Lord Commander, come quick. God damn it, little Come Batman. quick. It's your uncle. They found your uncle, which is low blow. Oh, so uh, and he, they lead him to a corner where there's a sign that says traitor, uh, spelled wrong. And everybody just stabs was the R backwards. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It was traitor with an E. It and I said, "No girls allowed." Yeah. Uh, and uh, and they just stab him up, real like uh, real Julius Caesar style. Yeah. Um, and the, the watch. and the season ends. Yeah, for the watch. And the season ends uh, with Jon Snow on the snow mm-hmm. bleeding. On the snow. I disagree with the decision for them to play the song Who's Gonna Drive You Home at the end of that. I thought it was out of... Who's gonna drive Who's you home? Who's gonna drive you home tonight? Guys, if they did that, Do-do. would you Do-do. have cheered? Do-do. I would... <laughs> I think that stuff like that's funny. It doesn't bother me like the verisimilitude. Like it, I don't it doesn't worry me. It, it doesn't take me out of the moment. Choosing was, but hey, that's very inappropriate. It's like yakety sax. Was it Gary Jules or something like that? Yeah. Yakety anyway, sax, yeah. yeah. So that is the uh, that's the whole season. That is the whole season. Yeah. Um... Rob's uh, comment about, uh, well, I just want to comment, just a little quick thing, uh, building a wall and wanting the wildings to pay for it, reminded me of something I was doing on Twitter the other night, which is hashtag House Trump, mm-hmm. uh, and that's using Game of Thrones, um, the world, as if Trump was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're listening uh, and you want to uh, answer the, the call of the beacons, uh, imagine Trump is in the world of Game of Thrones. And uh, just kind of uh, throw throw some throw a tweet out there that he might say if he was in within that. Yeah, world. it's a fun little hashtag. He's Dothraki are taking good Westerosi jobs. <laughs> yeah. um, are we counting that towards the uh, the if if someone if someone uses hashtag uh, House Trump and tweets at SRM Podcast? Are we counting them in the? Uh, are they yes. In the are they entered in the contest? Sure. Yeah. Why not? All right. So you heard it here, folks. You can be yeah. funny and win some shit. What? And if you're not funny, we are making fun of you. One of uh, part of mine, at least, that, that what I can remember was uh, Tom and let the high sparrows take over. Weak. <laughs> Weak. Uh, war is coming. I alone can fix. Uh, uh, so check it out. House Trump. Hashtag House Trump. Cool. Uh, anything? Uh, Do you think he'd have a nickname? Like, would he be like Little Hands? 
Yeah. Little fingers. Little fingers. Little fingers. Little fingers. Nice. Um, here's my question about the wall. No questions. Was there anything that Jon Snow could have done differently? He could have not been elected. He could have not accepted the nomination for uh, uh, Lord Commander. Uh, he could have accepted the Lord Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's several things. He um, could have had his wolf with him. Oh, uh, that's another yeah. one. That's another thing. Yeah. So uh, he could have not uh, trusted Ollie so much with with things. Could have maybe spent one more day in the armor. Yeah. And just like be, been like, hey, I'm a little self aware. Um, probably a bunch of guys trying to kill me. You want to like make this dagger proof? Just in case. Could have not sent Sam away so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam would have just been dead. I mean, they would have just yeah. killed Sam, too. Mm-hmm. So here's my re- here's my rebuttal to a couple of those. The first one was um, he could have not accepted the Lord Commander role. Uh, I think the outcome from that is that he has no means to protect the wildlings. And... If, you, if we're looking at this as what puts us in a net position to battle... The White Walkers best. We need the Wildlings, and also we need the Wild because we need the Wildlings just to bolster up the Night's Watch numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's my rebuttal to that one: is that Alistair Thorne is going to have the Wildlings killed? I think there are so Oof. many more Wildlings than Wildlings uh, than there are Night's Watch. So many more. So does he just refuse them entrance, like? I thought they already... Did they not already go through? Yeah, they're, they already, they're, they're already, already in through. there. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Then I take it back. <laughs> I, I think... I, I, I felt like it was... That there was... Giant. That Jon Snow had to become... Like, that the alternative was that Alistair Thorne... Uh, this was the other alternative I thought, was that Alistair Thorne was going to send Jon scouting north of the wall again if he if he became Lord Commander and that like John was going to be essentially sent on a suicide mission. Wait, if he didn't accept Lord Commander? No, if if John if John Snow hadn't if, if John Snow like Well yeah, I guess if Alistair Thor became Lord Commander, his first action would be to put John Snow in a position that was dangerous to him. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah, I think he absolutely had to accept the Lord Commander position. Yeah. Um, for that reason, uh, to protect his own self. But mm-hmm. I think he he has a better view of the whole picture mm-hmm. than anybody at the at the wall. So he he's like, okay, that's one way that I can get shit done. Yeah. He's a progressive who gets things done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, had to take it. Yeah. I uh, Whitney, what about you? you thoughts on? Yeah, I feel like he had to take it. Cause I feel like I like I like like I think I look at this this season and I just feel like I don't know what Jon Snow could have done to avoid this fate. Have a giant bodyguard. Yeah, and an actual giant bodyguard. Yeah, uh, he could have done so much. Like been a little bit more self aware. Been oh oh Benjen. Like he's showing um, Daenerys esque uh, naivete yeah. here. Emotion. Like, just been like, oh, I'm probably, I probably got a huge target on my back. Maybe I shouldn't believe the dumb kid whose parents, the people that I'm letting in here now, were murdered by. 
who, whose parents were murdered by the people I'm now being buddy-buddy with. Maybe I shouldn't believe him when he says, my long-missing uncle has just returned. Yeah. Like, But if they didn't kill him then, they would have killed him just another time. Right? Should, uh, should we talk about the books a little bit? Sure. Cause, so in the books... Um, and I, I, I'm just curious to think if you guys uh, find this to be a more effective uh, ending to this arc. The arc is mostly the same. There's not the White Walker thing. That that part never happens. The moment before Jon Snow, before this happens to Jon Snow, he announces to the Night's Watch. Um, he, he's gotten a, actually he gets a letter from Ramsay saying, I've got your sister. I killed Stannis. Although there's no proof that he's killed Stannis. Or that he has a sister. Or that he has a sister, frankly. Um, And I'm coming for you. Yeah. Uh, And so Jon Snow goes in front of the Night's Watch and he says, he says, I'm marching on Winterfell. Anybody who wants to come with me can come with me. Anybody who wants to stay, you're welcome to stay. But I'm fucking doing this. And then he goes and gets stabbed. Um, so it's it's kind of it's 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 interesting because it's a completely different. You were talking about a setup and a knockdown for the readers. Yeah. Like, that was a kick in the chops. Yeah, like, you are like, holy shit, finally John's yeah. springing into action, and it's right then that the Night's Watch is like, we're done with you. I cannot wait till seven years from now when we actually get to read the conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, that's not even a conclusion we can get. <laughs> that's not even a payoff we can get from the damn show. Yeah, I, I can't wait till seven years from now uh, when somebody who's currently a student at uh, Cal State Berkeley, yeah. or uh, University of California Berkeley, uh, will write the conclusion of this. I yeah. At, at some point, I feel like I'm going to be reading the final Game of Thrones book to my kid, who will be old enough to get all get everything out of it. Yeah. All right. So I, as a television viewer, have been dealing with the dealing with uh, the death of Jon Snow, quote unquote death, for under a year at this point. Mm-hmm. For book readers, yeah. When did that book come out? 2011. <sighs> No, earlier than that. 2010. 2010? I believe. So about five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, if you were born the day that Jon Snow was killed in the books, uh, you probably... You, you, you just did your taxes. Yeah, you just learned how, like, you learned how to read. Okay. okay. Um, just like Shireen. Yeah. And... No, like Gilly. Yeah, like Gilly. Yeah. Shireen's Gilly. teaching everybody. All right. Um, Anything, uh... Yeah, it's, so that, that's been sitting with us for a long time. Uh, once again, you're welcome, because most people kept that one quiet, too. Thank you. We did not let that one slip. Was that the hardest Excuse one Excuse me. Uh, you're right. 2011. July 12th. 20, we are coming up on five years. And you'll this. probably find out what's happening about that date. Oh, with the new book? Yeah. Well, no, oh. with the, the end of this season. No, it'll be done before, right? Won't it the... goes late. It, it, I think it's the oh, yeah, end of June. Oh, yeah, we have started late. You're right. I think it's, I think this one ends the end of June. You think that the you think that the result? Well, now we're getting into speculation. Well, not really. There will be resolution about Jon Snow. We will either have yes. something confirmed or something not confirmed. You think well, it comes that, that late in the season? In and of itself. I think that's the first damn scene. Uh-huh. You think Jon Snow's going to be the first scene? I think with them bringing Bran back this season and with everything with everything else going on, I think that they have enough. On their plate, that they don't need Jon Snow for the majority of this season. That that will be a later stage uh, development. That means we're not seeing any part of the wall then. Because you can't go to the wall. No, I think we'll see the wall. I think we'll probably see him uh, buried or 
or something. Or... Oh, oh, you, oh, you think it's going to be like out of the ground, <laughs> John Snow? I'm just, saying... I, I'm just saying you cannot go to the wall without. I'm. I would count him being buried as at least as for now he's dead. What did they burn yeah, him? That's what I'm saying. He they might. should burn him. He, they if if yeah, he goes by the old gods, right? Oh, he goes by the old gods, and, and they're also yeah. they're worried about uh, whites. You know, yeah. Um, I just read an article that said that Game of Thrones might not be like a season per book. Yeah, going forward. So we might like this might be season six. Not like I've been treating it like season six out of season oh, seven. Ultimate season, yeah, yeah, like season six or seven. This might be se- season six or nine. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm on board yeah. with that. Um, but I, I don't think we see the book before 2017. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, no. Do we don't see the book this year? Absolutely not. No. No. No way. Although it was supposed to be out, like, now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the, 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 um, thing. If you listen to both episodes, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for listening. But, no, no, but you listen to, um, I'm guessing it's gonna come out to roughly about three hours worth of podcast. So you could have watched three episodes of... Uh, television that has slowly been getting worse, or you could listen to us, and I feel like we get better as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to make a non-prediction, a non-story prediction. I think, I think this will be a return to form. Uh, I think this season will that's, be. That's what I've been saying. I think I you think, were going to predict about the podcast. I thought you were going to predict <laughs> this is our best season. I think this will be our best. season I think this yet. will be our best season <laughs> as a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, despite despite the many that have left us. I for, said it repeatedly for, for, for America's Dorn. Repeatedly at this point, that I believe season six will be exactly that—a return to form, uh, because they have complete freedom to do whatever the hell yeah. they want to do and can hopefully focus on story. My idea, and not moments. I said this before. Everyone gets magic. Everyone, everyone suddenly becomes magical. You get magic. <laughs> yeah. You get magic. Who would be Winter? Who would be uh, Westeros's Oprah? Uh. Thorns, maybe the Queen of Thorns. Yeah, I was gonna say, Alana. I was gonna say, um, what's his name? Uh, her son, or Varys. Uh, Boris. No, 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 no. Wait, who's that's her grandson? Um, no. Oh, 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 Marin Trent. Marin Trent. No, <laughs> oh, not Marin Trent. Um, um, oh my God, Mace Tyrell. Trent. Mace Tyrell. Mace, Mace, Mace Tyrell's like, you get a, you get a skipper. You get a. Skipper. That's not her. You son. like boats? Well met. <laughs> well met, good fellow. <laughs> Wait, did you say that's her son? Yeah, I thought uh, Olena Tyrell is Olena Tyrell is the matriarch. Uh, her son is Mace. Uh, her granddaughter is Marjorie, Marjorie and and Laura's I thought that was like her husband the entire nah. time. No, man, this ain't like too. a Barbara Bush type thing. <laughs> hmm. All right. Great sketch team. Um, Wait. So what happened to her? Her? Her love. He's dead. We didn't even talk about, uh, like, Elena Tyrell. We didn't talk about the Tyrells at all. Yes, we did. Did we? Last episode. out. We talked about them at length. All right, well. Yeah. Because to show you what I have. You uh, talk faster than your brain moves. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> Trump. Um, Trumpism. Um... This was fun. Let's do more. Let's do predictions next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, our predictions. Uh, tweet at us. At SRM Podcast, um, you can do that uh, hashtag uh, House Trump if you care to, and that will also enter you into the contest to win a copy of um, Night of the Seven Kingdoms. 
uh, and uh, email us. Any kind of thoughts, questions, predictions? Predictions. Predictions. God. People, you listen to this podcast. Yeah. You like I think people like podcasts because they get there's there's a chance at a little fan interaction every now and then. We are we will read we will an- analyze your predictions. Yeah. Email us, tweet at us, let yeah. us into your life. To be clear, if you want to enter the contest, you have to you have to at, at the very least at SRM podcast. If you want to jump on there and also do the hashtag House Trump, do that. But without the at SRM podcast, you are not eligible. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, we would love the rating and reviewing. That's the most important. Uh, for Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, I guess very, very quickly, if we could, just go around and do some plugs. What do you yeah. got coming up? Uh, yeah, um, David Danella, you can see me at the Philly Improv Theater every Saturday night with different groups. My main group is called The Future. Uh, also, please uh, follow me on Twitter. I just passed the 300 followers mark. Oh, wow. Congratulations. It's pathetic, I know. Um, but uh, follow me, my... My tweet handle is at phillydway. No, it's not not dot com. <laughs> my my, this is why I don't have followers. Is because I'm an old man. Sending them to a listener. My my Twitter handle is at phillydway. That's philly d e e way. I'm a good follow. Now yeah. is that way like you weigh yourself or w a y? Okay. W h e y. P h i l l y d e e w a y. Uh, I'm at Brotherly Rob on Twitter, and also I'll plug uh, another podcast I do called The Spincast. Um, the Spincast on iTunes, it's on Pocket Cast, it's on anywhere, any aggregate you want to use to find podcasts. The Spincast, we do uh, humorous reviews of albums, but we take them very seriously. So, me and my buddy Jack O'Keefe, uh, another denizen of the Philly comedy scene, mm-hmm. The Spincast. Uh, this is Whitney. You can check me out with Hoffman at Fit most Saturdays. And the second Saturday of every month at Fit, do a little art show meets improv called Untitled. Wait, speaking of doing art, you make jewelry. Yeah. You can also follow me on, I'm not on Twitter, um, I'm a visual person. Uh, but you can go on Instagram (laughs) at at Anethem Jewelry. You want to spell that? You want to spell that. A N E T H U M jewelry. It's real good stuff. Also does great graphic design. She did oh, the thanks, logo guys. for Stark Raven Mad. So when you podcast, so when you follow SRM on Twitter, jump on over. Yeah. We will tweet out that information. You'll be able to find it on our Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Mike Marbeck, uh, and you can follow me at Mike Marbeck. I'm 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 knocking on the door. Actually, I showed up at the house of a thousand followers. Uh, so uh, check that, uh, check out that account, especially if you are uh, following the presidential race at all um, and have a more liberal leaning <laughs> view. Or you want to uh, just, uh, or you just want to emphasize your already held beliefs about what liberals are. Yes. Uh, then that is at Mike Marbeck. Uh, and you can go to mikemarbeck.com. Uh, for this podcast, including um, uh, some others, as uh, which one's uh, Breaking Goodman, which mm-hmm. covers Better Call Saul, which has two episodes left, uh, episodes covering the, the leftovers on Reheated, as well as uh, Bloody Sunday, The Strain podcast. And we are going to do a Deadwood podcast uh, very soon, uh, so check that out. I think I got the name uh, already lined up. Uh, and all of these podcasts and other things will be found at a new website soon, hopefully in time for the launch of the new season of Game of Thrones. Um, 
that's all. Thank you, David, for uh, taking the reins. My pleasure. Time. Uh, thank you both for um, the laughs. <clears throat> and we'll see uh, everybody next week for some predictions. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.